happy queered. Cheers. Cheers to the queers. Today's going to be one of those days. Today is one of those it's days. It's one of those days. It's, it's already be- one. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a lot of technical difficulties already. And I, it's the ghosts, man. I'm pretty sure it's the ghosts that we tried to summon a few weeks ago <laughs> that have finally decided, yeah, you know what? It's time. It's time to wreak havoc on everything electronic. Yeah, I, I did vacuum all the salt up. Yeah, definitely then. Now they can get in. So Yeah, now they're all in and they're feeling salty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are so welcome. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. How are you? Uh, I'm great. Couldn't be better. Yeah, that sounds so <laughs> honest. No, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Today was just a day. I took a weird nap, like late, and I woke up and I was like, I don't want to go anywhere. And I had the blanket up to my neck and I was like, I'm not going anywhere. So I tried to text you to get out of this and you were like, absolutely <laughs> not. Which I'm, I'm glad you did because sometimes you need that, that like, no, you're coming. But, um, well, also, I mean, like, if you had said, no, really, I'm not, I it would have been okay. But I, no, I also know sometimes you do need that, like, extra push. 100%. We both you know? need that push That's sometimes. what I mean. And so we're good at doing yes, that with each exactly. other. Exactly. Sometimes no, you need the, sometimes you just need to be like, yeah, no, really, I just need to hibernate. And today is that day. And yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I kind of did some hibernating this weekend, though, because I was uh, staying at our friend uh, Rowan Justice's house when they were out of town in Boston. And, um... And uh, so, I, you know, like, it's just such a chill place. And it was really nice to... I started a new Netflix show, and I just sat there and watched, like, seven episodes in oh, a row. Oh, nice. What what was it? Manifest. So... I haven't seen that one. Is that the one where, like, people, like, disappear and then reappear yeah, later? Did you watch Lost? Yeah. Okay, so Lost is one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, super good. Sort of Lost vibes. Not nearly as good as Lost, but, like, kind of those vibes. It's basically about a... A plane that takes off. Um, well, it's just, so it's a family that's at the airport. Half the family goes on the plane they originally supposed to go on. The other half has to take a later flight because they were bumped. So it was like the dad and the son stay to take the later flight. And then the mom, grandparents, and daughter take the bitter or originally scheduled flight. And then, you know, the plane in the air has um, some turbulence. Pretty bad turbulence, actually. Actually, it would have made me literally have a fucking heart attack and die. That kind of tur- turbulence. But, um, and then that's it. And then they land and it's five years later. And so their family shows up and the boy is a twin. And his twin sister's like five years older than him now. And it's just this kind of weird, but it's all sort of about, it also kind of reminds me of Sense8 a little bit. So it's like okay. everybody's connected and they're doing, you know, it's a... It's like there's a, a reason why they were kept behind. It's one of those shows that's very easy to binge. But I just was like flying through it. Right. Well, I mean, anything's easy to binge when you've got Keller Kitty. Keller Kitty. Loving on you. I mean, he's let's be honest. Dude. Yeah. yeah. He's such a cuddler. Oh, my God. And Texas I love him. loves it there. Texas loves that house. He just like, I don't know what it is, but he, I, I, I don't know. It makes me wonder like. I feel bad because where I live now, you know, my room is downstairs and I feel like there's a lot of light and stuff. And I feel like he he's like we're both sitting in a cave. (laughs) So but he literally likes like up there in the backyard and stuff like that. Um, So, yeah. And they have a hot tub and that's lovely. Oh, my God. Isn't it? It really is. Yeah. So it was a good week. Um, Like I said, I was telling Evie uh, tonight is Taylor Swift Eve. Her tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. I took the day off. It's fucking cutthroat. I will. I don't know what I will have to do, but I am 
I am determined. I got my pre-sale code and everything, but I'm very nervous about like not getting a ticket. I mean, I'm very nervous about it, to be honest. Um, I've bit all my nails off. like, But yeah. It's going to be Hunger Games up in this bitch. It's, oh my God, it's going to be. It's been so weird with like even texting with my friends and stuff. My Some friends who are like, um, okay, I want to go, but you know, my budget's this, which is so understandable because the only way I can go is because I opened up that credit card for this right, specifically. Right, yeah. So I'm like, I love you and um, we can definitely drive together, but... If I can get the good ticket, I'm going to get the good ticket. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. And not that she's not, but like I get it budgeting too. So, but it's really, I feel like every single person out there is like getting tickets for themselves and they're like, good luck, you know, <laughs> to even your best friends. <laughs> it's all sort of Sorry, like, you're on your own it's kid. it's all for me, dude. You're yeah. on your own kid. Um, May but, the first person to click the button get the ticket. I know. I was watching this TikTok the other day where this girl, she was talking about getting tickets and uh, what was the one that she it was some huge stadium tour I can't remember who it was but she got in the queue you know Ticketmaster when you buy those tickets they put you in a queue first um, she said that there were 30,000 people in front of her I can't even and imagine that's what's what good. that I mean, line would be like ta- though I, I don't think I don't know if anybody understands how big Taylor Swift is but you she, know seriously though how long does it take for 30,000 people to check out on Ticketmaster I know Do you know what I mean yeah I don't know I mean it, and is it one of those situations where if you don't uh, buy within the certain amount of time it times out no have you ever done one of those where it's so no, stressful yes yes so like, here's refresh refresh there, no 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 <laughs> so here's the thing so I keep watching you know and the shitty part is too is first of all I don't have my laptop Remember, the cat ate my power cord? Right. So I'm going to have to do this on my fucking phone, which is stressing me out. It's stressing me out like crazy doing it on my phone. Yeah. But um, I was told not to refresh. No, I'm talking... Yeah. Well, a lot of people talk about that because some people swear by refreshing. They say that that can move you up in the queue, but then other people are like, absolutely not. There's so much misinformation. No, I mean, I'm talking about when you're trying when you're in the middle of purchasing something and it's like... It's taking forever to process I know. something. That's what I mean. It's that's taking forever for the page if, to refresh. What if it? What if it freezes? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't, Evie. I can't. Now I don't even want to do this. Now I'm so stressed. You're out. gonna do it, and you're gonna be fine, Nicole. I know, but I don't even. I wish I. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'll use my roommate's computer. That's a that's a good idea. Maybe I'll use her laptop because I mean I, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have the laptop and the phone. You can only use one. I only oh. have one code. I'm so fucking stressed out. <laughs> but here's the deal. If I don't, first of all, it's two stadium tours. Everybody will get a ticket. It just could be a really shitty ticket. If I don't get a ticket in that pre-sale, I'll still get a ticket. I'll just have to pay more for it for less. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like it. We'll go like one way or the other. You're going to go. It's just whether or not you're going to be sitting. In... Oh, my God. It's going to freeze. It's going to freeze. I know. The premium rows that you want to be in, right? I'm having anxiety. It's going to be fine. You're going to text me at, what time does it open tomorrow? At 10 a.m. Okay. And I'm told that there's no, there, nothing, there's, it's not worth going to Ticketmaster at like 9. There's no, you know, what you just sign in at 10 and then they put you in the queue. Right. Oh my God, though. My phone freezes all the time. If it freezes, I'm going to Get fucking that cry. laptop, girl. Get that laptop. I mean, we are engineering geniuses, so I think that you're going to be fine. This is no time for that. You are a computer whiz, a computer mistress. No, I'm not. I But you know what I am? Is a, no, that's not a good word, but... Um, Spaz? I'm, yeah, I'm psychotic, so I will throw my phone 
and I will bust it if it freezes. That's my, I guarantee if it freezes tomorrow that I will have a broken phone. I know myself. I know I'm going to be like, ah, okay, oh. well, well, let's, let's, let's not think about okay, things okay. like that. It's not happened yet. So, I mean, you know, you can't plan for these things. <laughs> you know what I thought about? If I don't get a ticket, you know what I was thinking about doing? Um, don't listen if you work with me. Calling off for like five days and just flying down to Florida. <laughs> like if I don't get a ticket, then just going to see my sister and buying all, my plane ticket and all the stuff with what I was going to get sick with. So I'm like, at least I can be somewhere warm and sunny and like... <laughs> and lick your wounds down there. Yep. So I might do that if I don't get a ticket. You'll get a ticket. You'll okay, get I'll get a ticket. I'll get, get a ticket. I'll get a ticket. It's going to be fine. It's going to oh be great. Right. My phone's going to freeze my fucking phone. Don't even fuck around. Do not. I don't have time. I hate everything. I'm sorry. Okay, so how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stressed. Uh, my week was good. Um, the election last week was amazing. It feels like it was nine years ago. I know it does feel like it was nine years ago. We went to the governor, uh, Governor Whitmer's uh, election party that night. And it was governor? the governor. We went to the governor's party. The governor's party. It's Tuesday, isn't it? Lottie. <laughs> Hello, Lottie. Um, yeah, so we went to the governor's party on Tuesday, Michigan fucking really came through it was amazing it was so fun um and then let's see um what else happened this week oh oh Amos and I had a fun date day on Saturday and she took me to get our auras photographed is that that picture thing over there yeah that's the picture thing that's our I thought it was like one of those you know those places where you go and get those old-timey photos of like you in the old western <laughs> I was like what is this um, you know what I'm talking about is like yes, you dressed with like yes, western absolutely. wear with a gun yes absolutely <laughs> I love those like, those pictures <laughs> are my favorite they're so great God, I would, we'd be, it would be so fun to get those we absolutely have to but we right? have to have the dead look in our eyes when we do it like we can't oh my God, have you seen those post-mortem pictures where they take pictures of people who have died <gasps> no but I've heard about that oh, you, you can just google it and there's a, a most of them are children like their kid died, but they still want to take a picture with them, so they prop them up. It is unsettling, unsettling. I'm totally. We'll yeah, I'm gonna have to Google that. Yeah, we'll look at it after. But yeah, just I have to. Folks out there, Google, um, yeah, postmortem pictures and kids, and it's like obviously old time because everything was so scary back then. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody in the pictures from old timey pictures looks dead anyway. So imagine like a dead dead person with a live dead person yeah it's so you know what's going on back then i mean i guess the plague well that was a little earlier to be fair that's not the 1800s but well i mean they also just... didn't have cameras in their phones you know what i mean like we're really lucky we can pretty much take a picture of anything at any time when we want to and capture that moment you know what i mean yeah. so like back then i mean having a a portrait done was you know kind of a big deal you know i mean it was something you had to like spend money on because not everybody had a camera yeah. most people probably didn't have a camera so i mean i can see why you'd want to do something no, I'm like talking that about it's just, just life so in general morbid. yeah life in general was just so dark seeming like it just i feel like everybody oh, 100%, was hungry yes. all the time and sick and your kids always died and it was like always haunted and dark and everything was like victorian even if it wasn't i don't know i'm you know what when they talk about that whole thing about like oh could we tra travel back in time or whatever like when would you pick I'm all set. To be honest, everything in the I, I everything in the past sounds fucking terrible. Like the past sounds awful. 
everything's awful. I mean, now it's like we're, I mean, it's still a little awful now, but like the way that things were, like the 1800s sounds miserable. No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't want any part of that. The 1700s, I, I mean, the revolution thing would have been kind of cool. The 1600s, now we're talking flag. Like, come on. 1500s, what a dud. What yeah, even happened I mean, in the 1500s? I, I honestly, like, I'm all set in terms of like any time period before indoor plumbing was a thing. There's this um one tweet that I always look back on and laugh very fondly because it's fucking hysterical. And it was like somebody posed that question. I don't remember who, but like if you could travel to any, you know, back to any time and place, when would you? And um, I think I think it was BB or Biba Rixa. She's a singer or something. I'm, I'm probably botching her name, and I'm not even 100 percent sure it was her. But she put Paris in the 1940s, and everybody's like, ma'am. Are you sure about that? Like 1940s Paris is literally like you're looking at me like yeah, yeah. insane. <laughs> like, like this, we're storming the beach. Literally war torrent, World War II. <laughs> Nineteen. Like I don't know if she had this idea of like glamour, but 1940s Paris is might possibly be the literal worst time and place in the history of human humans. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, at least one of them. Yeah. Well, for sure. Yeah. 2022 um, Metro Detroit right now isn't that great either because I'm very nervous. Let's get to topic. Yeah, let's get to topic. We got to get your mind off this. Okay. Hey, Nicole. Hey, Evie. What's your sign? Ooh, I'm a Pisces. Ew, Pisces. Ew. <laughs> What's your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Oh. Yeah. I know. I just, it's not a, like, very exciting sign. No offense, but it's not. It really isn't. I mean. I feel like Capricorn and Sagittarius. I don't know why, but they're just like. The, the, like, they don't feel real to me, which is funny because that's not, I've actually dated Capricorns. I don't, I think my sister's Sagittarius. I have no clue, but that just doesn't feel like a real sign. What do you mean? I don't know how to explain it. It just, it doesn't feel like. I'm feeling really stubborn about this right now. Yes. Well, you know what though? To be fair, it's actually a good sign and um, you have some really positive traits. Yeah. Like yeah. what? Tell me. Well, okay. So first of all, you're a Capricorn. So I am a Capricorn. Your element is the earth. Okay. So do you know your rising sign and stuff too? Yeah. yeah. What's your rising? Oh, okay. So we're doing that. Um, I'm just asking. I mean. Okay. So my, um, is the sun the rising? Yes. Okay. So that's Pisces. Okay. Um, my moon is Aries. Okay. And my ascension. Uh, I don't know. AC is Leo is in Leo. Okay. Ascension. Okay. Um, and then I have another. No, so your star sign is Pisces. Yep, I'm a Pisces. Your my... sun sign, your ascending is what? Leo. Okay, so you're a Leo rising. I am too. Okay. Oh, that's and cool. so, that so sense. the rising sign is is supposed to like mean like what how the outer world like sort of perceives you. Interesting. Whereas like your uh, moon sign is sort of more like your in interior life. Makes sense. Well, it, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Although my mother's an Aries, so I feel bad saying that, but no offense, but no. No. <laughs> no. I've been I'm a Virgo. I've been heartbroken by Aries. So I'm a many Virgo times. on moon signs. I, I don't know much about Virgos, but I know they're awful. 
that bad. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we'll get into Virgos okay. because I am both of my most significant relationships were Virgos. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So my so I'm I'm a Pisces and well, I mean, actually, they're still Virgos because neither of them are dead. <laughs> um, Thank goodness. But the, the Leo thing is interesting. I uh, have an ex, a very long term ex that was a Leo, and when I think of Leo qualities, it's interesting to think that the world would view me through that lens, but whatever. Well, what I love about my, like, so my, you know, my star sign is Capricorn. So I'm basically like the person behind the person, right? The person behind the person with power, the person behind the scenes creating the power. Sure. But then Leo is usually the person in, in front of the scenes. Yes. So it's like, I'm the person behind myself. Boom. Damn. All right, let me tell I'm you a little bit about. I'm just dropping all this astrology on you. It sounds like you know what you're I talking about. Like the way that we talked about it. this before, and you were like, "I don't know anything about it," but it sounds like you do know. What you're I talking know about. a little bit about it. Okay, so your element is Earth. Your colors are brown and black. Quality is cardinal. Day is Saturday. Ruler is Saturn. Your greatest compat- co- compatibility is Taurus and Cancer. Okay, so your strength: responsible, disciplined, self-control, and good manners. Your weakness. Know it all, unforgiving, condescending, expecting worse. Oh my God, completely true. Capricorn <laughs> likes family, tradition, music, understated status, and quality craftsmanship. Capricorn dislikes almost everything at some point. <laughs> okay, so let's get to Pisces. Let's see what let's let's see what we got here for me. Okay, well, wait. Do you want to do? Okay, no. Let's do you first. No, let's then, do this, and then yeah. we'll get into the, okay. the, the nitty other gritty. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So as a Pisces, my element is water. My colors are mauve. Lilac, purple, violet, and sea green. That's actually pretty true. My quality is mutable. My day is Thursday. I'm a fucking Thursday. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Why does it that sound like boy, oh boy? I've never said that once in my life. Anyway. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> what? Anyway, my ruler is Neptune and Jupiter. My greatest compatibilities are Virgo and Taurus. Um, and my strengths are compassionate, artistic, intuitive, gentle, wise, and musical. My weakness fearful, overtrusting, sad, desire to escape reality and can be make themselves a victim or a martyr. Hmm. I Pi- definitely see the desire to escape reality. Pi- <laughs> that has been the fucking cornerstone of my whole life. Pisces likes being alone, love, sleeping, music, romance, swimming, and spiritual themes. That it, that couldn't be more like the swimming. Yeah, that's 100% accurate. You know the swimming yes. is yeah. me, being alone and sleeping? Yeah. Done. Pisces dislikes know-it-all, being criticized. The past- so we're both know-it-alls. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is what I don't like. Know-it-alls, being criticized, the past coming back to haunt me, and any kind of cruelty. So that's weird because I am a know-it-all and you don't like me. I work through it. God, apparently. So- are you in therapy for this? <laughs> uh, actually, yes. But this week we are talking about um, astrology, lightly, just kind of breezing over it. But really what we're getting into is that Evie found um, – this book, right? Yes. This book, Talk about the book came out probably about 20 years ago, and it's hilarious. And it's hilarious. called How to Spot a Bastard by His Star Sign, The Ultimate Horoscope. So essentially, it's this book where most astrology books give you all the positive qualities of every symbol, you know, and then, you know, you go from there to try to figure out who you're most compatible with. But this kind of flips it all on its head and takes all the negative qualities and puts them out there and then you've got to see which negative qualities you're most attracted to to see which bastard you're most compatible with does that make sense yeah 
So it's silly. And it is written in a really heterocentric way. I mean, it's it's very all about men, you know, for women. But we're just going to ignore that part of it because it's still fucking hilarious. Absolutely. And yeah, it doesn't need to be gendered. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try to do my best to change things to they instead of he. But I might stumble over my words a little bit. So just just be uh, just be patient with me. So. We heard about like the positive qualities of uh, Capricorns, right? A little bit, I guess. A if there are any, if there are, um, <laughs> it starts off basically saying the corporate, the Capricorn bastard, finally a person who takes relationships seriously, blessed with the heart of a loan shark, the humor of an undertaker, and the sensitivity of a tax auditor. Capricorn takes everything seriously (laughs) and then it goes on it goes on and on but let's let's get into how to spot one okay all right sneak a look under their bed to find their favorite well-thumbed and stained copies of the harvard business review oh that's to be fair though listen i know i know but think of it this way one million percent think of the media that you engage with it is listen though listen listen we're, we're it mixing would it up a little bit be media, more apt to be a bar journal yeah in but, my the, the, but i'm saying the media that you engage with like when we talk about the stuff that we wa- like not watch because we watch the same we watch the same band tv but like the stuff like their podcast and the things that we read and stuff 100 i see what they're saying there i it's get true. it that and, is, and this is yes. 20 years ago so this is long before podcasts even existed but you are that person and to be into if like, they yeah. were to update it i'm sure that it would be listening to a podcast on so, new, or something yep. yes exactly. so that is i think that's actually okay, that's really fair that's accurate yeah. okay where to find one at graduation cer- ceremonies at finishing schools in buildings where large sums of money are stored Scanning the social pages for recently separated people with impressive names and even more impressive divorce settlements. Gold digger much? I don't see that any opportunistic. Okay. I don't know. Maybe because I haven't seen that side of you. Although I do know um, a few other Capricorns. That's all I'm going to say. And I I could see where there's some um, opportunistic behaviors there. Yeah. I mean, not not definitely is not really like a social climber, but like a a fucking get, you know, um, I could. uh, uh, not a, I'm like all these bad words. Swiss climbers, schemer. No, but um, a, a network hustler. enthusiast, hustler. hustler. Let's say there hustler. you go. How to intrigue one? Accidentally drop your investment portfolio. A hundred percent. I'm sorry, but that is so fucking accurate. Of like, uh, uh, Capricorns. Okay, good. <laughs> Make sure it's substantial enough to register on the Richter scale when it hits the ground. As they help you retrieve it, spill some large denomination notes into their lap while also dropping the names of all the big important people that Daddy the Media Magnate or Hotel Tycoon or Reigning Monarch of a Small but Wealthy and Tax-Free Nation wants to introduce your future Is that you, though? No, none of that's really I don't feel like you're into that at all. No, none of that, no. But could you relate it to something else? Like, let's say maybe social justice or something. Would you be impressed by things like... You know what I'm saying? Like, would you be impressed by somebody who's um, really uh, accomplished in that arena? Sure, yeah. You don't, you know, like, like, are you? You could be impressed. By I that. could be a fangirl for sure. Okay, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where you know, this is obviously again, like you said, heteronormative. Twenty years ago, right? We're gonna have to relate it more to things that make sense for current us. current times. Yeah, lesbian version. 
Okay. But so you could, that could be a thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. On a first date, they will use the first meeting to assess your suitability, to figure out whether or not you're a worthy investment, to see if you know the difference between <laughs> a fish Wall fork Street. <laughs> and a dessert fork. In fact, it'll be a lot like a job interview. Okay. I, I have not seen you single ever. So is that true? I think it is true in certain regard, like a worthy investment of my time more than anything, right? As yeah. opposed to like, because I don't think you're, because I'm not a money person. No, I'm not a money person at all. Yeah. So it would be somebody who's worthy of my time. But the way that they're making but it I, out seems more like it, worthy of like, uh, you know, I want somebody who's on the same level as Oh, me. totally. Like, it's like social so climber, social climber, social climber. I don't, see, I, I don't yeah. see that with you. Yeah. 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 When to do the deed. What is the deed? Fuck. What? When to fuck? Liam. Well, you asked okay. what's the deed. I, I, so, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense, but I didn't expect that. <laughs> well, I oh, mean, there okay. are rules for these types of things for straight people specifically. That's fair. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. That's. So I sweet. mean, they had a book called The Rules. The way remember? that I literally did not know what the deed is, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I do. I do. I just didn't in, in relation to this, but go ahead. Okay. Go snoop in their PDA. So, you know, what was that personal, like, like a Blackberry? They're, they're, uh, I thought it was like making it in public. No, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, no, that's, I mean, that is public displays of affection, but I think this has to do with like Blackberries. Like, it's like, it's like a calendar. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember those. So he'll have it scheduled. They'll have it scheduled in. So, as if I'm going to have sex with this person on this day. <laughs> like, are you meticulous like that? No, I'm just right? not. Or better yet, ask their their actual personal assistant when they plan to seal the deal. The personal assistant will have a clearer idea of when they can fit it in. I feel like they're literally describing like Wolf of Wall Street. And important, I don't feel like it's you. Important note. On paper, the Capricorn bastard is quite good at sex. They passed sleeping your way to the top one, two, and three with flying colors at business school. (laughs) However, everything was only taught in theory. So don't be surprised if they have to use a global positioning system to find your erogenous zones. So they might need a little GPS to get to the G spot. No, so you might need one. (laughs) Brutal. I know, right? So when to pop the question, when you own at least 51% of their corporation they're not going to refuse a major shareholder and even if they do you have the deciding vote so you can overrule them i'm sorry this is so bad yeah if they're so this is so gross of you if they dump you (laughs) it's a good sign it means they're getting serious about you and they've started to negotiate have daddy up the dowry and go back with a counter offer ew and then you are terrible. If you dump the Capricorn bastard, they're financially secure enough to handle it. It's all there in the prenup. The dowry was non-refundable in the event of disagreement. As for the rest of your inheritance, well, they'll just have to marry another retirement plan. So that so is a social climber only into money and status. Yes. Huh. I should let I should let you must know. That yeah, you're using her for her status. And yeah, money. it's true. 
I mean, it's obvious. Yeah, well, well, well. Let's eight, get to the eight, bottom of you. 18 years in, and I finally am starting to achieve the status. Do you guys have a prenup? <laughs> <laughs> it would be a post-prenup at this point, I, I feel like. That's so funny. <laughs> okay, now for you, okay. how to spot a Pisces bastard. Uh, actually, wait, I want to read you that, like, the first little paragraph of the Pisces bastard really quick here. Okay. To put it mildly, Pisces is a pathological liar. <laughs> if you don't believe us, try this little quiz. Oh. Number one, the Pisces bastard you love always looks you straight in the eye when they answer a slightly tricky question. True or false? Um, does that mean, are you asking me? Like, yeah, I'm asking. What, do I look that person yeah. in the eye? Yeah. Because I'm lying? Yeah. I'm pretty good at lying, so I can look you in the eye. Yeah? Yeah. I mean... I don't, I've grown out of it a bit, I'd say, but I'm, I'm going to be pretty good at it. Okay. Yeah. They never try to avoid answering tricky questions whenever humanly possible. Bullshit. Yeah, we always do. Yeah. And they say they love you madly and has done at least one thing to prove it. Yeah. True or false? I feel like Pisces so are- So you answered true to all of those? I feel like Pisces are big- uh, love bombers too okay it says if you answered true for any of the above you are not dating a pisces bastard either you are a pisces bastard oh, <laughs> okay well that makes sense wait either that or you are a pisces bastard and you're okay, dating that makes sense just yeah to, okay just to see yeah okay <laughs> so that means i'm lying um yeah. okay okay so how to spot a pisces bastard your typical Pisces bastard often has light blue or green eyes. This is God's small way of helping you to spot pupil dilation more easily when they're telling you a bald-faced lie. Mm, I do. I have plain Jane Brown eyes. One person told me they were honey-colored, though. Aww. And I will hang on to that for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but they're fucking brown. They're light brown, though. They're light brown. We'll say that. Okay. Uh, they'll also have small hands and feet. You will later note these are in direct proportion to spine, brain, and everything else that matters. Oh, fuck right <laughs> off. Okay, I'm a fi fine. I have a small or a small oh. spine, but I'm smart. <laughs> you know that. SMRT. You are. No, you Go are ahead. smart. I totally agree. Where to find one? On a cross feeling sorry for themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do murder ourselves. In a Buddhist monastery attempting to stay right? celibate. <laughs> Undergoing wow. cosmetic surgery at regular Jesus. intervals to have their nose reduced from lying so much. <laughs> how to intrigue a Pisces. Take note, ladies. This is how to intrigue our Nicole. Right? Take drugs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Keep going. Screw around and behave badly in public. The, the way that that is so accurate, though. <laughs> then blame it all on your sad, truly pathetic upbringing. This will make them feel better about their own shortcomings while at the same time make them want to save you in the vain hope I'm that you'll love. look up to them for the rest of your life. That's so true. <laughs> and there's a couple people out here are listening to this that know exactly the truth behind that. But go ahead. Okay. The first date. If you have to go anywhere decent, organize it yourself. Otherwise, you'll end up walking for miles looking for this Stop. really excellent Chinese <laughs> restaurant they've been to and knows it's somewhere right there around the corner. Yeah. 
That kind of sounds like that could happen. That's it. Yeah. When to do the deed, aka fuck, in case you just needed a reminder. Coitus. Okay. When they're drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, When their girlfriend isn't looking. Oh. No, I'm not a cheater. When they feel like it. Don't be surprised when you get charged with date rape in the morning if they oh regret what he's what God. they've done. No, okay, we're stopping right there. No, yeah, okay, that's terrible. that's too far, I way mean- too far. <laughs> okay, it was all fun and games until that. What why the did fuck? I, why did you have to go there, book? I'm sorry, okay. friends. No, I'm sorry, queerdos. I didn't know we were going there. No, that palate was- cleanser. Yeah, that is definitely. I'm I'm eating a pickle. Eat a pickle. National Pickle Day. It wasn't last week. We, we messed no, up. No, we messed up. So when to pop the question? Don't. That's fair. It's happened a couple times and it never worked out. So <laughs> you're just a- don't. <laughs> your average Pisces bastard quite likes the idea of love ever after, but they're just not equipped to deal with the harsh realities like showing up at the chapel on time, swearing on a Bible, and saying I do when they really never do. <laughs> <laughs> if they dump you, they won't. As this would mean they'd have to be responsible for their own actions. Instead, they'll engineer it so that you have to do it for them. That is, they'll act so unbelievable, you'll be convinced you aren't going out with them anymore. So thereafter, it's okay if you sleep with someone else. This affords them the right to be duly devastated and hump all of their old flames in an attempt to get on with this, wow. their life. The way that like my my old days, my old life. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. They like yeah yeah the whole like uh, i'm not interested in person i'm gonna make it so fucking bad they leave me and then i'm gonna fi- i'm st- i'm gonna make myself sad with music and like oh my god but that was a lo- long time ago yeah, long time ago. long time years ago. and years and years ago so now if you dump the pisces nah. you'll play right into their martyr complex in a cloud of self-denial they'll start spending quality time with you by following you around in an unmarked car <laughs> <laughs> they'll actually initiate phone calls for the first time ever but hang up once you answer. Do you know what's so funny? <laughs> I was just thinking about this today. And, um, you know, one of my biggest flaws with dating, like, I do not reach out to people. I will, I do not. I do not reach out. I don't text. I don't call. I just don't. And then, like, if they don't, to me, I get this whole, like, what, like, fuck, like, whatever. And then I get defensive about it. So I don't do it even more. But I'm so bad with that. So, but like, yeah, after after the breakup, it's different. But like, yeah, I, I'm so bad with that. That's really funny. Uh, they will take daring risks for once in their life by appearing at your apartment balcony without use of an elevator or stairs. The only thing to do is tell them you love them, all is forgiven, and you'd like to be the mother of their children. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, then they will turn into dust. Trust us. Um, yeah yeah all right fair enough uh so do you want to fucking like, fair enough at the end of this book though is uh, like i said a bunch of quizzes to find out which bastard you're most compatible with are you interested in finding out what bastard you need to find in your yes. life okay let's do that because i am looking for a bastard i know specifically one who lives maybe in the uk or well the uk in general i'm i'm really 
really been leaning in Scotland lately. Okay. Um, I mean, Alaska, this, Alaska, obviously we know that Alaska, any, anything, anywhere cold, anywhere I can see the Northern lights, obviously, um, that's Sweden, Norway, Finland, done Iceland, maybe Greenland. Um, uh, UK, Australia I'm, for sure. Even though it's not really cold, it's still beautiful. So there. Yeah, but you know it's really haunted there too. And I know okay. that and you know you know I down love, under friends. Like, I love Australia. Yeah, well I've never been there, but I love it. And really, at any human, that's all. Go ahead. Okay, we'll find out which one you're most comfortable. <laughs> any with. human, yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any human. Okay, Nicole, are you ready to find out which bastard you are most compatible with? I'm ready. Okay, this. Okay, it's a series of 12 quizzes, okay? 12 so quizzes? 12 little quizzes. How long are they, though? They're short. Okay. So we'll find out. It's <laughs> 24 quizzes, so. <laughs> no, it's 12. I know, but if you do it, too. Oh, I'm not going to do it, too, because I'm already with the bastard that I'm most compatible with. Oh, okay. That's fair. You yeah. actually don't need to. I guess yeah. if you're in a relationship, you probably shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. I already know because I've taken this quiz before. Let's figure it and out. I'll tell you what mine is after we reveal yours. Okay. Let's okay? figure it out. Okay. All right. So I will date a person only if they are A, a mammal, B, a primate, C, a large primate, or D, capable of speech. <laughs> I think this is telling I mean, us see. how like I would... Neanderthal like Aries are considered. That's what I think this question okay, is. Okay. Um so which one I, are I you would, most interested in? A mammal? A mammal. Let's do a mammal. Or not someone capable of speech. You don't really care about being no, able to communicate. No, what if they can't? Okay, a mammal. A. Yeah, what if they can't? I don't no, 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 uh no no qualifications for that. Okay. <clears throat> There is nothing sexier in a person than A, a full head of hair, B, a hairy chest, C, <laughs> a hairy back, D, hairy knuckles. I think maybe a full head of hair on that one. I love Although some, bald is pretty sexy. I love some hairy knuckles. Say, you, you like some hairy knuckles? Sure. All right, let's go for it. I, I dated a girl who had wild arm hair, and I thought it was the cutest thing ever. Okay. Like the thickest arm hair. Love. Like my dad arm hair, yeah. Love that. Okay, answer true or false. These things are important to me and a partner. A, the ability to use a knife and fork for eating. Is that important to you? No. Okay, false. Mark A, false. B. A is false? What? A is false. You're going to get points for all of these. B, the ability to read a book without pictures. Is that important to you? Yes. Okay, so that's true. The ability to dance. Yes. True. And I having love dancing. two eyebrows. I do like eyebrows. Okay, I mean, unibrow. A, B, C, D. Yeah, A, B, C, and D. So do you need... I like two eyebrows. Two eyebrows. Okay, so that's a true. Okay. Okay, which of the following traits initially attracts you to a person? A, the strong smell of sweat. B, spitting. C, chest beating. D, a vagina. D. Okay. Five. <clears throat> You're in a bar when two people get into a fight. You A, ignore them. B, 
feel sexually aroused. C, hope the winner asks you out. Or D, hope they both ask you out and then start fighting again. D. Over you. D. Okay. What do you consider to be adequate foreplay? A, any common greeting. B, being shaken awake. C, watching contact sports. Or D, none of the above. A. Okay. A fair division of housework between you and your partner is A, you, 100%, them, nothing. B, you, 99%, them, 1%. C, you, 98%, them, 2%. And D, you, 50%, them, none. Because there's a maid that does the other 50%. Fucking D. (laughs) So, Nicole... Feminism is A, the belief in and use of labor-saving kitchen appliances and something you just don't subscribe to. (laughs) B, a vaginal deodorant. C, a term you are unfamiliar with. Or D, the advocacy of equal rights and opportunities for women. D. Okay. (laughs) I think you're going to like this next one. Dykes are women who A... Sometimes forget to shave their underarm. The way that this is like a straight book, so that's a fucking whole slur. (laughs) That's a whole slur that they're using in this. Well, but but there's a reason though, right? Okay, I'm just saying dyke specifically. Okay, they're saying dyke specifically. Dykes are what? They're women who forget sometimes forget to shave their armpits. Yes. B refuse to wear push up bras all the time. C voice and opinion. Or D, perform sexual acts with other women for the gratification of homo-heterosexual men. <laughs> C. Okay. 10. A man offers to help you carry your supermarket bag, holding a loaf of bread and a box of tampons to your car. You are most likely to A, perform a sexual favor in return. I would rather eat my own plants. Like, seriously, why? Because you carried my fucking... Yeah, okay. Like, ew. Also, if you're offering to help me carry my grocery bag, I'm already suspect. Yeah, go ahead. Unless you're a bag boy. Um, B, simper gratefully all the way to the car. C, fall instantly head over heels in love. Or D, thank him, but thanks, I can manage. D. All right. Literally, I would call the cops, but go ahead. All right. So, now we score. Okay, so what did you score? I scored seven. Seven on Aries. Score between zero and ten. You are not the sort to get too excited when the Aries bastard beats up other larger primates to impress you. But you could still, through through tenacity, blind optimism, and frequent lapses into stupidity, maintain this relationship for up to about a year. Excellent. All right, this time, Nicole, we're going Taurus. Taurus, okay. Number one, do you have a mind of your own? A, yes. In fact, I can't believe you're even asking me this question. B, er, I think so. C, I'm not sure. Let me check with my partner. D, bah. A, you're still going with A. I just want to preface too by, this is for me, a Pisces, right? But also, this is for all you folks out there who are looking to meet an astrological asshole, this is going to give you. So follow along with us. You know, and take I mean, this quiz absolutely. Because here's yeah. the thing: it's like 
we all are looking for those amazing qualities in somebody when we first fall in yep. love. But really the ultimate test of love is finding the like the person with and managing their fucking flaws and yeah. dealing with their shit. If you can manage their shit, you can probably manage your relationship. And real quick, what's the name of the book? How to Spot a Bastard by His Star Sign. Okay, so if you guys want to pick that book up, that can help you out with like actually taking the quiz. Taking well, yeah, but we'll and take keeping the quiz. it, keeping it, you know, uh, keeping in mind that it is very heteronormative and all of the things. Although there is an updated version, it's just not online yet. Okay, so I don't well, know we're, how. We're- We're taking the quiz for you, but this gives you an idea of what you're looking for. And if you need to or want to reach out to us and we can give you, we can get, we can score you. We can absolutely score you. We will score you. So let us know. We're doing this for me, but don't don't even bother buying the book. You don't have to because just reach out for you. We'll score it for you. Okay. So go ahead. So, so A, in fact, you can't believe that I was asking you that question. You already asked me these questions to be fair though. A. Okay. Two, choose the gender stereotype that best applies to you. Okay. A, a typically hysterical and neurotic female. B, a typically weak and helpless female. C, typically impractical and illogical female. Or D, a ball-breaking bitch. D, actually, I just had an idea, and we're going to do this on air because this is what happens. I mean, we could stop, but why stop? You know what we should do? And I can Make do? a queer version of this? No, but we oh. should, we should, we should, um, if we, I don't know if that's possible, actually. I was going to say, we could just throw uh, the answer in the notes. But that might be a lie. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, we can yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Number but three. We're going to have to cut that. Sorry. So you're a ball-breaking bitch. D. D. Number three. Choose any of the following tasks you can do without help from a partner. A. Change your underwear. B. Change a light bulb. C. Change a flat tire. D. Change your life. D, bitch. I mean, I think kind of all of the above, bitch. I cannot change a flat tire. Or your own underwear, probably. I don't I know. can change my own oh, underwear. Okay, good. Good. Um, I it was an embarrassing age that I learned how to change a light bulb. And I can tell you that story one day, but the fact that I literally thought that um you had to do something with wires. And so I asked my mom as a whole adult <laughs> about changing a thing, and she looked at me like I was completely um dumb and was like what and i was like wait no i thought you had to do something with wires and then i found out you just threw it in so that was embarrassing um and yeah i cannot change a tire i'm gonna be the first to no absolutely not no and and that's what um men are for roadside assistance is yes for. <laughs> assistance and men anyway go ahead i would deem a person too controlling if they refuse to let me a hold the remote b drive their car c pay for drinks or d out of the cellar <laughs> Um, I would say, uh, hold the remote. I want to be able to, because I was in a relationship where that person was like in control of what we watched for years and, um, I'm affected by it to this day. So yeah, I think we've even talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. When it comes to power struggles, I prefer to a encourage them as often as possible. (laughs) B not encourage them at all. (laughs) C be the first to surrender or D fight to the death you know what i'm gonna be honest i'm a c i don't care i know that sounds ridiculous but i just like yes i mean i i have my own like autonomy and power is important in my own way but like if there's a struggle generally speaking i don't care enough to get involved and if it's that bad that i'm gonna dip out of the relationship anyway so i'm gonna go with c okay good enough uh so far so far as 
people in uniforms go. I prefer a stormtroopers from Star Wars. In case you were curious. Why did I think that? Oh my god, I thought that was the SS. I was like, what? <laughs> go ahead. That's why I thought I'd clarify. B army sergeants. C naval officers or D airline flight attendants. Okay, so weird because I want to say flight attendants because they're hot, but I'm gonna go with C because of my whole maritime thing. I think that's right. Yeah, so yeah. I'm a naval person. If you give me a naval anything, I, t- talk to me about the D. Talk to me about ships. I'm in love. Okay, you're gonna really enjoy this next one. Okay, the man I most admire in the history of the world is A. Adolf Hitler. Jesus Christ. B, Saddam Hussein. C, Genghis Khan. Or D, Mahatma Gandhi. (laughs) I fucking hate Gandhi, though. Oh, my God. I know. Fucking, like. No. Ew. No. Okay. No. You know what? You're going to opt out. Opt out of that I can't. Yeah, There's literally. All right. Give yourself a strike through on that. That's fair. There's literally no. I can't. Because I Gandhi is, I mean, I hate to say this, but Gandhi's also, um, he's, you know, been accused of multiple times of like essay and stuff. Yeah. Like, no, I'm yeah, all sad. I'm all sad with yeah. all of it. Agree. Okay. So when a person is described as someone of huge appetites, you would naturally assume that they are powerful and exciting. Ew. Um, B, that they are insatiable in bed. C, they embrace life with gusto. Or D, they're fat. This isn't about, like, this has nothing to do with um, body size. Because, I, I, again, I don't have those qualifications. Right. I don't care. But I would say D because I don't I would, feel I would like, probably frame it more as, like, having a large appetite in I don't, general. Yeah, because I don't you know? feel like. I don't know. Maybe in theory that idea of like insatiable. Well, insatiable in bed sounds so ridiculous and I can't even. But like I I just I guess that kind of idea of um, someone being. um, I feel like Echo is kind of Your dog is attacking me over a post. (laughs) I'm getting it. Stop. Echo, stop being insatiable. On the couch. It's a post-it, you dork. Insatiable on the couch. Um, I, I, you know, but fat, I, I don't even, that doesn't even, uh, being fat isn't a bad thing. So I don't mean it like that. So I would just say D. Having a large appetite. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't, it's, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't I'm subscribe hungry. to those like. Yeah. I yeah, agree. I agree. Yeah, okay, I think that's so D. I, again, this is a 20 year old book, so it's poorly right. worded okay. in certain areas. So. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I being yeah, fat. So. Agree. Okay. Same. Uh, Okay. If a person said that they prefer you to take charge in bed, you would think that they are A, a gentle human, B, a perv, C, a liar, or D, a lazy shit. A, if they want, no, that's hot. I don't care. Like that's, I'm not, yeah. Okay. And last but not least, if you see someone barking orders from the couch in front of the TV, you would instinctively hand them A, the TV guide. B, a beer, C, their dinner, or D, the vacuum cleaner. I I guess uh, that's so, that is such an old ass question. I know. Um, I would, I I kind of love the idea of handing them a vacuum cleaner. No, I guess I would hand them, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that, again, that I would be like that pent up over like, 
those stereotypes like if they're i've dated people who are really passionate about sports and i found it kind of endearing yeah. to be honest yeah i had a girlfriend who was like obsessed with football to the point to where it was like a thing and it was cute i liked it so i guess what was it what were the answers remote you'll hand them a the tv guide b a beer c their dinner or d the vacuum cleaner I'd say a beer i'm gonna hand her a beer if all she's right like, if she's boned up about it i mean i watch certain shows where i'm like what the fuck yeah fuck off fair hand enough me a beer. Honey, yeah. will you grab me something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Beer. all right all right so let's do scores on this again what was your score for Taurus? Negative 27. You have a score of less than zero. Well, a milksop you most certainly are not. And so far as scare tactics go, you're having none of it unless, of course, you're the one barking the orders, threatening Mary Hell, and scaring the bejesus out of people. So no Taurus? No, no Taurus for you. Okay. Truth be told, you've probably got more chance of mating with, an, with a eunuch than you have with a Taurus human. Fair. What's next? Uh, Gemini. Let's go Gemini. Okay. Number one. It is important to me that my partner remembers A, my name, B, where they live, C, that they aren't supposed to date other people, or D, to pick up milk on the way home. Um, C. <laughs> Controlling. <laughs> I don't give a shit if you remember my name. Don't date other people over dating. My okay. partner tells me they'll be home at 8. I expect them home at A, 8. B, between 11 and 1, 3, or C, after 3 a.m., or D, 8 p.m. two days later. Fucking 8, number 1. Okay. Number 3. I send my partner out for a loaf of bread. I expect them to bring home A, a loaf of bread, B, two Hugo Boss outfits. This is so 20 years ago. <laughs> and Gucci loafers. 20 years ago, Hugo Boss. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Couple of suit, you know, a couple of nice outfits. Sure. Yeah, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, C, a police escort, or D, a new girlfriend. C. Okay. Number four, answer yes or no on all of these. So there's going to be four. I think it's important to be able to trust my partner alone with A, an attractive woman. Yes. B, a credit card. Yes. C, small appliances. No. D, matches. No. Okay. Five, after several years of marriage, my partner will have A, establish themselves in their chosen profession. B, learn my parents' names. C, worn a dress of mine out in public. D, permanently misplaced at least one of our kids. Ooh, C. I like sharing clothes. Six. I, I would charming. I would prefer it if my partner's closest friends were A, nice to me. B, people they've known for longer than a week. C, residents of a well-respected mental mental institution. Or D imaginary six foot tall pink robot rabbits hey mm, i want them to be nice to me i wouldn't mind six foot tall pink rabbits myself Fair. uh seven you notice an attractive stranger across the room to get their attention you a try to catch their eye and then wait for them to approach you mm. b trip them as they walk by <laughs> eh, i've actually done that i did that once i did that once to a girl and it worked 
No, it was an elementary school. Oh, okay. C, set fire to your table. Or D, walk over and introduce yourself as the tooth fairy. We're going to go with B. God, I would have thought of you as a tooth fairy. Uh, when I read, I like to A, sit down. B, read a book review and then pretend I've read the book. C, color in the pictures. Or D, lick the pages to check for traps set by mischievous book elves. A, I'm a huge reader, you know. Yes. Nine, which of the following describes your greatest asset in a relationship? A, I cope well with change. B, I'm incredibly forgiving and forgetful. C, I'm a fully trained psychiatric nurse. Or D, I'm generally stupid. I'd say A, I'm great with change. Okay. And lastly. Nope, nope, C, C. A fully, you're a fully yep. trained psychiatric nurse. <laughs> okay. Lastly, I admire a person who feels comfortable comfortable in A, their own skin, B, a committed relationship, C, their birthday suit out in public, or D, a straitjacket. B. Who the fuck's comfortable in their own skin? Who's okay. comfortable in a fucking straitjacket? Okay, let's score you. What do we have for Gemini, Nicole? Eleven. Eleven. If you want this relationship to last, you have to be prepared to make a few sacrifices as Gemini tends to lose things. But hopefully you will learn to live without your life savings, your pets, your children, your faith in humanity, and your sense of humor. Fair enough. Yep. I always thought that I was most compatible yet. We still have to find the bastard that's right (laughs) for you. I love that. I love it. So we're moving to Cancer. Excellent. Cancer, go ahead. My definition of a mama's boy is A, a fully grown man who's kind to his mother. B, a fully grown man who still sleeps with his mother. C, a fully grown man who can't have a healthy relationship with any woman thanks to his mother. Or D, probably gay. C. Choose the statement that best describes your maternal instinct. A, I occasionally smile at babies in other people's strollers. B, I always smile at babies in other people's strollers. C, I'm currently considering stealing babies from other people's strollers. D, I hate babies of any kind. C. Okay. When it comes to a relationship with a fully grown human, choose the three words that best describe you. A, Caring, nurturing, compassionate. B, stoic, patient, long-suffering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I'm a martyr. No, I... Look the, at me, look the, out honestly, the window longingly there's at the something, field. There's something. Go ahead. <laughs> C, smothering, overbearing, controlling. Mm. Or D, a heartless bitch. B. The longing... The, the stoicism that, like, there's something about the Pisces that, like, yeah, we can be so stoic and cold, but it's all this long, like, it's all deeply embedded. Yeah. 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 Okay. Number four. For me, looking after a fully grown human would include A, feeding them, B, bathing them, C, wet nursing them. Ew. I mean, listen, if that's what you're into, that's cool. This isn't but just about for me. Okay. Okay. Or D, none of the above. None of the above. All right. Five, I believe a fully grown person should at least be capable of A, tying their own shoelaces. B, knotting their own tie or making their own bow. C, gurgling. Or D, buying me a drink. 
D. Sorry, buddy. For me, a generous gesture from a fully grown person would be A, expensive jewelry, mm. B, expensive vacations, mm. C, expensive lingerie, or D, an occasional smile. B. You know, you I mean, the money, for me, I go, I go, yeah, I mean, for me, it, it is definitely would be vacations, yeah. but expensive is not necessarily expensive, right. but also I don't give a fuck about a smile. Like if you're happy, <laughs> you're happy. If you're not, I don't if care. You're happy, like I'm not going to be like, you know, yeah, well, all of us have like, almost all of us have depression these days and it depends on what you're, you know, what, what you're taking, what your SSI is, you know, but you know what, Nicole, you'd be so much prettier if you just smiled. I would be. I'm actually considering going on medication. So anyway, go ahead. Uh, when arguing with a fully grown person about their stinginess with money, I prefer that they, A, hurled themselves to the floor, B, screamed at the top of their lungs, C, held their breath until they turned blue, or D, do see if I could be sure the ambulance couldn't make it on time. <laughs> A, I, you know, I'm kind of a flair for the dramatics. Throw yourself to the floor. All right. When a fully grown human starts crying after I've accidentally shrunk their baby blanket in the laundry, I immediately A, shudder with embarrassment, B, feel a little bit guilty, C, start blubbering to, D, tell them to grow the fuck up. Mm, B, I, you know, I, I would feel guilty. I mean, yeah. absolutely. I've had Travis, my shark, for a million years. I've Somebody seen, fucking, I've met yeah. Travis. And I've had, you know, I've had that thing for so long, literally since I was like young, not young, but like younger in my life. And it's, he's been with me for so long. If somebody ruined it, I would be okay, but I would also be like, that's a fucking bummer. Yeah, I totally get it. Okay. Uh, nine, answer true or false to each of the following statements. There are four. A, it wouldn't bother me if my partner's mother never approved of a single thing I did. True or false? Fuck that. I've been, been there. Go ahead. B, it you know what she did once? Real quick. Please. We painted our apartment hummus. That was the color. I that know. sounds like a terrible color. It was, it was actually, it was a really light yellow and it was beautiful. It looked really but good. But hummus is never yellow. But it was just the color. That's what it was called. Okay. She was Middle Eastern. We just went with hummus. And her, okay, so no, I can't say that she, because she ended up really liking me, but she really disapproved of her daughter being in a queer relationship. But you know what she did? She went behind me the whole time we painted with with a paintbrush and a Q-tip and fixed everything. And I was like, like I don't care. But she was like so meticulous. And she kind of like smiled at me. And actually, you know what? I hate to say this because I actually liked her mom a lot. And I feel like she did like me, but she had a problem with that. Yeah. But it was this thing where she literally went behind me the whole – like five days of painting the apartment literally behind me. And just that would make me crazy. Fucking fixed everything. That would make me fucking crazy. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so B, uh, it wouldn't bother me if my partner's mother still gave them pocket money. True or false? True. I don't know. Fuck. C, it wouldn't Her bother mom me. paid for our phone bill a couple times. <laughs> it wouldn't bother me if my kid continued to live with me after the age of 30. I feel like it wouldn't if my kid wasn't a dick. Like, no, if my it's kid was totally like, a contingent answer, it I really get it. is. Fair. If my kid wasn't a weirdo, like my kid was an incel and like fucking on the Internet and like saying nasty things about women and like have right. dirty fingernails. Right. right. Bye. Bye. Bitch. If my kid was just like we just live together. Like I've lived with my mom many times. Right. Like, after moving and traveling and stuff. And we just have fun together. I don't give a fuck. 
So what do I say? What? What's the answer? So that's a maybe. So you're no. probably just going to wash out. I don't know. It wouldn't bother me if you're It wouldn't kid... bother me. So okay. what's that? So that's a true. True. Okay. Uh, and last, it wouldn't bother me if my partner's mother demanded to live with us. No. I mean, here's the deal. Here's like, the deal. The, the demand is where it, it demand sounds problematic. Demand is a weird word. If, like, also, like, I would not be bothered by my partner's mother living with us. No, I would be would bothered I. by the mother demanding it. All right. Fair enough. You fair. know what I'm saying? False. Okay. And last question for uh, whatever the fuck we're on. 50. Cancer. 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 Right? Okay. 50 years from now, I would like to be A, shacked up with my partner in the main house while my partner's mother remained living in the granny flat. B, shacked up in the granny flat while my partner remained living in the main house with their mother. <laughs> C, shacked up in the main house with my kid. Or D, a widow. <laughs> I think 50 years from now, I'm probably not going to be alive. I mean, so I'm still going to be alive. Maybe. That's 100% I'll still be alive. Yeah. So I would say, well, you know what? We'll just say, um, no, I'm going to live alone. B. She can live with her mom. Okay, cool. Let's see what the okay. tally here is. What do you have for cancer? 12. All right. Yes. You may have the maternal skills necessary to molly coddle a cancer, but ask yourself this. Is it worth all the sleepless nights? Can you be bothered with all the tears and the tantrums? Do you mind feeling constantly frazzled and woefully inadequate? And that's just the grief you'll get from this goddamn mother. <laughs> Excellent. So it doesn't seem like so far we've found a compatible match for you. Not yet, not yet. All right, well, let's move on to Leo then. Excellent. First question. Your ideal person would be A, attractive, B, intelligent, C, good in bed, D, one who thinks that they are all of the above. Intelligent. I kind of want all of the above. I mean, personally, yeah, I'm actually, saying. No, fuck it. But D. you can't have all of the above because D is one who thinks that they yeah, are. Yeah, but if they think it and I'm with them, there there probably is some merit to their thought. So I'm not going to be with somebody who thinks they're attractive if they're not. I think the or if they like, I feel like I would. Okay, and I, I mean, listen, you listen. I'm is, a sucker. This is you. I'm a sucker for. Charisma ego? and yeah. ego. Charisma, so if they yeah. have it and they're like, oh, I am all that. Like, I'm that for me. Like, I think I'm attractive and funny and smart and all this stuff. And then I'm probably, I'm not being self-deprecating here, but like, no, I get probably it. not some of it, but like, that gives me charisma. So yeah, we'll, we'll go with D. You definitely have charisma, my serial killer friend. Charisma. Okay. Number two, the thing I find most repellent in a person is A, humility, B, modesty, C, selflessness or d none of the above a i fucking hate humility really i do i don't like it. oh i love humility no. i don't like false humility mm, i just but think it's real humility I think is it's gratuitous awesome. and i think it's you know I, I i did date somebody who like was just draped with humility and it was kind of like her thing and it was like this Woe is me. Yeah, but Look that's at, you know, performative humility to me, like as opposed to any actual, humility. Yeah, I don't okay. like it. 
All right. Fair enough. Bye. This is about, yeah. I like a little arrogant. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you definitely I do. do. Three, before you die, you would like to A, travel the world. B, discover the meaning of life. C, find a cure for cancer. Or D, date someone who can't fit their head through the door. I mean, fuck off. Like, obviously, you know, not travel. Yep. Yeah, I want to find a cure for cancer, though. Like, obviously, but like, yeah. Yeah, but you're not in that field, so that's not going to happen. Maybe I am. Okay, so what does that be? Yeah. Nope. Travel the world is A. Okay. Four, the thought of having to constantly flatter a person makes you want to A, laugh, B, heave, C, kill yourself, or D, shudder with ecstatic delight. No, I don't. I, it literally makes me want to kill myself. So see. Okay. I don't mind. I am very big on compliments and I have no problem flattering somebody, but having to constantly do it, it takes all, it takes it all away. Like agree. it's not yeah. cute. No, it's I agree. Not cute. Yeah. I know it's constant. It's not it's cute. Like it, yeah, it becomes meaningless at a certain yep. point. Okay. If you were to compliment a person, it would be along the lines of A, you make... Uh, 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 I don't want to say Jude Law because that's what their thing is. Uh, okay. You make Villanelle look like a complete troll. B, without you, I'm nothing. C, you are the Messiah. Or D, that's a nice shirt. D. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna fucking also like be it's like true. You, you make Villanelle, Villanelle a complete troll. Like there's Villanelle no, is a there's troll. no, yeah. And then the Villanelle like, is never. A I'm troll. never gonna be like you complete. No, no. <laughs> That's a nice shirt. Agree. Six. Uh, I would only worship at the altar of a person if a their name is Jesus, b they paid me a shit ton of money, c I just had a frontal lobotomy. Or D, they told me to. See. Yeah. B or seven. <laughs> B or seven, you know, either one. My definition of being a dutiful wife is a woman, or no, having a, no, my definition of a dutiful wife is a woman who A, has given up all hope. B, <laughs> is a disgrace to the sisterhood. C, knows her place. Or D, has a domineering husband? Those are terrible answers. I would say, honestly, a definition of uh, is a woman who D, has a domineering husband. I guess, yeah. Yeah, because I don't or like Or has dutiful. given up all hope. Yeah, dutiful wife doesn't she's have great She's either home. given up hope or she's yeah, got what's, a what's fucking piece hope? of shit, A. Eight. I would only consider having a child with someone if, A, the child was guaranteed to inherit your brains. B, the child was guaranteed to, oh, excuse me, inherit their brains, not your brains. I read that wrong. Uh, B, the child was guaranteed to inherit their personality. Or the child was guaranteed to inherit their looks. Or D, we could adopt. See. Not can teach the rest. <laughs> Currently, I would rate my self-worth to be A, so high I never wear makeup. B, about average. I haven't had an eating disorder yet. C, 
low enough to make me consider having cosmetic surgery, or D, so low I generally wear a paper bag over my head. Jesus Christ. A, I'm not going to fucking play that game. Right. 10. Last question. Whenever I attend a large social gathering, I tend to A, be the life of the party, B, attract admirers, C, mingle easily, or D, get mistaken for a houseplant. Hmm, that's a tough one. I feel like I'm I'm not shy. You're like, definitely not a houseplant. No. I don't know. I for me, I would say like looking at you, I would say it's either B or C. Like you you attract admirers and you mingle easily. Yeah, let's see. I, I would say that you're the life let's of the party, that. although you could be the life of yeah, the party. Yeah, but I'm just not. Yeah, let's say generally aren't like putting better. yourself in the middle of everything yeah, and being the drama. Okay. All right score what's your score for leo 11 all right you certainly have the wavering confidence and the faltering opinions needed to appear remotely enticing to a leo simply up the ante on vapid or insipid behavior and you're sure to catch their eye for instance try to dress down even more than you normally do they won't feel as threatened once you really look like something the cat's dragged in Also, fine-tune your already considerable simpering skills, preferably in front of a mirror and providing they haven't gotten there first. As for expressing any rogue, intelligent, or independent thoughts in the future, don't. Unless, of course, they come under the guise of compliments to you-know-who. Again, not quite there. The perfect match. Okay. Oh, my goodness. What What are we going to do? We've got one more tonight. We've got one more tonight. We're going to have to do this as a two-parter. So Virgo, Virgo bastards. Let's go. You ready? Yep. Who of the following is your ideal partner? A, your tax accountant, because you totally have one of those, right? I think you did my taxes last year. Go ahead. (laughs) I shouldn't say that. Is that the quicken people? <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't. I did. I did. I'll, I'm up to date. Go ahead. Sorry. B. Norman Bates. Dork. C. And he's an incel. Mr. Spock. Or he's gay. D. George Clooney. I know. Literally nobody. Mr. Spock would totally win that one. Okay. For me. So I guess no. George I Clooney. Clooney. I'd say George Clooney. Is that D? Your partner is coming to dinner as part of your seduction routine. You might A, purchase new lingerie. <laughs> B, put your CD collection in alphabetical order. I see. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay, good. 20 years ago. C, dust off your Star Trek video collection or D, clean and disinfect the floors. D, we're going to clean and disinfect. All right. I have dogs. Four of them. (laughs) Sex is A, great. B, for procreative purposes only. Obviously. C, bearable as long as it's quick. And D, dirty and disgusting. This is so fucking hetero. So hetero. A, (laughs) because gay people have good sex. So go ahead. Great sex. Okay. Four. What would you find the most attractive in a person? A partner. Uh, A, the neatly ironed crease in their plaid trousers (laughs) or their flannel, (laughs) whichever. Uh, B, their familiarity with the migrating habits of the great white egret. Okay. C, their meticulous comb over. What? 
Or D. You have a great sense of humor. D. Agree. All right. One of my personal goals is to A, attend the great Texas Birding Classic. B, compare catalog and publish all the existing great coin collections, both public and private. C, make a documentary about Roland Hill, the man responsible for the very first postage stamp. Or D, none of the above. D, I don't give a fuck about any of that. I mean, does anybody? I'm just asking. Some nerds. C, or six. See, I've done it again. I did B earlier, and now I'm on C. Uh, the best document about post office reform by Roland Hill. So Who is Roland? What is going on, Virgos? <laughs> you fucking weirdos. Go ahead. The best document about post office reform by Roland Hill was called A, post office reform. B, postal reform. C, don't know. D, don't care. Fucking D. There, I have a lot of interest, varied interest, strong interest, but never one time has it been postal reform. <laughs> okay. So we're, we're Roland guy. Like, who the fuck never. is that guy? Like, I don't even know why he's twice in this book. Never. Okay. He seven. wrote it. <laughs> All the coins in my collection are Oh, my great. God. <laughs> are graded as A, uncirculated, no marks of wear or damage. B, extremely fine, no clear signs of wear, but finished dulled. C, very fine, minor wear. Or D, what? What are we? D, where? <laughs> did we move off of this? <laughs> Eight, I prefer to eat at places that are A, good value for the money, B, cheap, C, very cheap. D, called soup kitchens. <laughs> what is... <laughs> A, what is going on? Nine. When the waiter delivers the... Burrows are fucking cheap is what I'm getting at. They're money-hungry, cheap nerds. Go ahead. not what I'm... I, I, I know. Well, actually, Amos is quite the bargain hunter. That's a fucking... Yeah. Okay. That, you should read into that. But go ahead. <laughs> when the waiter delivers the bell... I would expect my date <laughs> money. to A, offer to take care of it, B, quibble over splitting the bill equally because I had the fish, C, quibble over splitting the bill equally because I ordered a second glass of house wine, or D, quibble over splitting the bill no, equally a, because I ate Only more. because I don't want to ever hear about it. Like, maybe fine, yes, but like also don't ever squiggle over me. So, A, pay it, bitch. Let's just do this. Go ahead. <laughs> And finally, 10. If my partner went to Paris for work, I would expect to get A, perfume, B, a small plastic replica of the Eiffel Tower, C, a postcard provided postage wasn't too expensive, or D, exquisitely small soaps and shampoos with the name of the hotel they stayed in printed on them. Hey, bitch, what? You you need to check Amos in this Virgo stuff because I'm getting one thing from them, and that's cheap. All right, let's add your score. What's your answer, Nicole? Zero. Okay. Funnily, you're really close to less than zero, which is you just can't see the sexy side of anal retentiveness, can you? But your score is you have very little in common with a Virgo bastard. And if you allow yourself to go on a few dates with them, you'll find you have even less. 
think that sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. But we still haven't found your bastard yet. Maybe next week we will. I hope next week. I mean, we're not doing too well right now. At some point, you're going to have to be compatible <laughs> with some somebody. Bastard. Shut up. This is, how I, <laughs> this is how I go about my life. All right. So next week, we're going to continue. We'll do the rest of this quiz. And then we're going to get into a little bit about our both of our like um, astrological quirks and maybe our the partners we've dated in the past to kind of see the compatibility yeah, I mean, we'll there. see where yeah. it goes compatibility there i like yeah. compatibility yeah but i need to be compatible with someone and again this is about finding the person that you can put up with their shit the most or they can put up with mine. because everybody has their shit and you have to figure that out because i mean liking someone's easy managing their shit is another i like that ball yeah. game good point so let's do crushes let's do crushes Nicole. Maybe. Maybe. Nicole, do you have a crush this week? I want to know. If you have a crush, I think that you might, and I think it would be important. Okay. I do. Is it a Leo? Is it a Virgo? Is oh my god, that I was a- like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. It's definitely not a Virgo. It's not a Leo. Um, my crush this week is the person who made the lineup, um, actually who hired the opening acts for Taylor Swift's tour. Her opening acts are, number one, Girl in Red. She's a lesbian musician. Nice. Her, la- her last big song was Can I Make Her Come? And I'm not joking. Like her her whole, the whole thing, there, so there's this whole thing about like, if you ask somebody, do you listen to Girl in Red? That means, are you gay? Okay. Her other opening act is Muna, which is a whole lesbian man. Like Tegan said, like a lesbian man. They're just lesbians. Her other opening act, no, I, I, this is the wild part, is Phoebe Bridgers. Wow, she's just going like her other opening act is Gracie Abrams. They're all lesbians. She's going lavender on this tour. The whole thing is. A, would you say it's a I very? Would, say, would you say there's a lavender, lavender sachet? Haze. I'd say there's lavender haze. I would say <laughs> that it's a, a whole pride fest. And guess what? I'll be at the concert June 10th. What's June? Pride month. Ah, yeah. So. Oh my fucking god! The person who ever now I think it's Taylor herself because she's oh, and Hayim is another one. Now they are I don't know if they're lesbians, but they're it's it's three women. It's all women. All, yeah, all the bands yeah, are all yeah, women. Yeah. Except for there's this guy named Owen, and he's gonna be at um, Detroit too. And he was uh, in her lover video, and he's a gay man. But it's okay. all, all the all of her opening so acts. Queer. All of her opening acts. Every single one of them literally are queer. The queerest. Like it's not even like a like oh they're que- like it's actually they're actually queer. Bands. Isn't it interesting that the opening acts are they're all queer bands? <laughs> the fact that you, and you know like she's coming. I'm gonna have to show you out to the queer band. Look up, look up Muna and look up their their stage presence because now Taylor Swift obviously has a wild following, a huge one, right? But there's still this this part of her and I don't know like marketing wise that it's like a mom daughter thing like a lot of people bring their kids right like it's kind of like Jojo Siwa like they just grew up with these people gotcha a lot of yeah yeah but Muna if you like look at their the way they perform on stage there's one where there's 
the girl is is um is playing the guitar like this and the other girl who's singing gets on her knees and takes the guitar and does this like <laughs> i'm not jo- like these are so what did you just do you just mouthed uh, mouth the guitar but she like oral, sit, she like, sits on her knees in front of the girl and like and sort of simulates like giving head to the guitar yes yes it, but these are, are they're all lesbian bands right or, right right, and right. It's not even like i'm not even saying lesbian in the way that like oh they're just female bands I, they're actually out right right, out right, lesbian. right like girl in red is the biggest lesbian band there is like that's literally how you ask people if they're gay now right if you ask if they listen to girl in red okay that's like the whole joke like oh do you listen to girl in red that means okay. you're gay okay so she has all of these oh, people I opening love, her i so, love knowing the cool new thing i know, I know, I know. especially as an older as an elder so it'll be so fucking fun to watch the, the generations who are like great you know but I really hope Muna like does her shit on stage and and Girl in Red literally sings the last big song that she wrote about was like oh, can I make her come like I love that and so that um, Tree Payne who is uh, Taylor's publicist I'm sure she's busy I'm sure she's bu- she's been busy for years. Her name is Tree Payne. Her name is Tree Payne. Jesus. She's super That is. Well, I mean, that's a name, Isn't though. I mean, like, Tree that's Payne. a fucking name, And she has man. red hair. And like, she's, like, always in Taylor's how ear. How did like, she not become, like, a green beast activist or some she's, shit? She's, I'm she's, just asking. Okay, but she's literally Taylor's publicist. I, yeah, probably, I get it. But yeah. Tree Payne, just, you know... Somebody I told you, looking remember, for ecology, like help, like remember, remember to our, save um, the environment. Remember our Gaylor episode? Yeah. When the, I was telling you about that, um, are we out of the woods? That one song. Yeah. All the monsters end up being just trees. Uh huh. Oh. Which means this whole like, she's are we out of the woods? Fucking but monster. Also, no, it, no, it's because she's her publicist, so she's fucking keeping her eye on her. She's making her do. You know, publicists are yeah. making you do. So all the monsters turned out to be just trees. Gotcha. So it wasn't the people who cared about Taylor's sexuality. It's her fucking publicist. But anyway, that's beyond the point. Um, so, yeah, I guess my crush is whoever fucking booked those bands. Muna, Girl in Red, I love you all. Yeah, okay. That's, fucking amazing. That's great. Who's your crush? Uh, my crush this week is going to be Big Gretch. Fucking Gretchen. Our fucking governor, Gretchen Whitmer. I love that. I mean, this bitch fucking battled back from the brink of like fucking like Republican warfare. You know, the red wave, the fucking red tsunami and yeah. shit. I mean, but and the thing is, is like everybody's focusing on like Ron DeSantis's win in fucking Florida, which is stupid because nobody had a kidnapping plot. Hurled against him. Do you think Gretchen will run? Oh God, I hope so. Gretchen AOC. Uh, think about it, Gretchen I AOC. Know I know, I know, I know. I mean, that would be a dream, but... dream ticket. But uh, I, do you think Gretchen will run though eventually? I. It would be wonderful if she did. I mean, yeah. like that woman is a badass, I love and her. she's beautiful, and she's smart, and she's sassy, and she's hilarious. She hot. Have yeah. you ever watched any of her TikToks? One hundred percent. I watch you know her daughter goes to U of yep. M, but she's a state fan, and so I watched she, all like, of them. Oh, I love it so. It's all about the big Gretch for me. I'm so proud of Michigan for flipping fucking blue all the way around. Right? Like we flipped. Let's the say our house. mutual crush too is on just Michigan in general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We flipped the house and sent it blue for the first time in 40 years. It's fucking I incredible. Love that. And that's what happens when you don't gerrymander. 
Because we, we, we fucking got rid of it. We got rid Shout of it. Shout out to Darcy. She helped me realize what that was about. Thank, Thank you, Darcy. Darcy. All right. I love so, Darcy. all right. Um, so, stay I weird, love stay Darcy queer. Too. Uh, you can find us on uh, Queerdos on Facebook, Queer Podcasts on Instagram. And you should just be weird and stay queer. And we'll yeah. see you next week. Absolutely. Bye. Bye.